0: This week on the Video Games Podcast, we have a shorter episode than usual featuring our 21-question review for Supergiant's roguelite Hades on the Nintendo Switch we try to compile a list of the most pertinent questions that everyone would have about the game and give you our answer to help you make the decision if Hades is right for you. Now, I haven't been able to complete the game or see credits as of yet, but after around 15 hours, I can feel myself knocking on the door any run now. I will likely update the review featuring endgame content, but in terms of keeping things relevant and timely, I feel more than knowledgeable about Hades to give my full impression. So if you're interested in picking up Hades, then hang on for our 21 question review right after this. Starting out with some easier questions, who made the game? Supergiant Games are the team behind such indie darlings as Transistor, Bastion and Pyre. Though Hades seems rich and full featured, according to LinkedIn, the team is only composed of around 21 employees. Is it independent? Of course, Hades is made by Supergiant who are a small indie studio based out of San Francisco with employees having experience working with EA and Blizzard. Supergiant has been making a name for themselves since Bastion in 2011. What genre is it? Hades is a narrative-driven, dungeon-crawling roguelike and as a massive fan of Diablo-style games and good roguelikes along the lines of Dead Cells, Hades finds the balance. Is it full price? No, Hades is only around $20 depending on your region which is an amazing price for this exciting, well-written, and addictive original title. How long is it? I think to fully experience the story with some exploration and leveling, it's going to take you around 15-20 to hours, which makes the value of the game pretty amazing at only around $20. However, if you're looking for more of the completionism path, then your time is going to be exponentially greater. Is the game fun? Hades is a lot of fun for a multitude of reasons and you are able to enjoy Hades for one or for all. The inky cel-shaded art style, the satisfying combat, and the engaging mythological story all work in harmony with one another. It has the true sign of a good game or at least an addicting game where you just always want to do one more run. What is most surprising about this game? How well Hades blends genres of dungeon crawling with roguelike and weaves an extremely interesting mythological story is a testament to the talent at Supergiant Games. The way in which the storyline becomes your main motivation for pushing deeper for more answers feels fresh in a very crowded genre. Does it look good? The style and art direction look fantastic with so many rogue types on the market. The best way to stand out initially is with visuals and Hades does just that. Does it sound good? The visuals, the voices, the effects, and the music are all excellently designed, however, it feels like it has been overly compressed to fit on the Switch. I've seen documentaries on the making of this game and I doubt that the audio quality is anything but superb, however, on the Switch, it seems to lack fullness and comes across a little tinny. Unfortunately, there aren't any audio options to tweak in the settings as of yet. Does it have any technical issues? Hades runs great with minimal stuttering or frame rate drops even during very hectic engagements when docked. There is some minor slowdowns and frame rate drops on handheld but only when the screen gets extremely crowded. Hades has hard crashed on me once in the middle of a very good run and this was the first game that I've experienced on the Switch to hard crash on me. However, Hades does have a great autosave feature built in as it put me exactly back on the same room and the same path. That the game crashed on me. Does it control well? Playing Hades on a pro controller feels extremely intuitive. Playing a dungeon crawler on a controller can be a challenge, but the setup is reminiscent of Diablo 3 on console, which worked perfectly. Playing Hades in handheld mode is more than serviceable, but there are a few occasions where the Joy Con sticks kind of lack the accuracy when it counts. Is the story good? Hades' story is very original and engaging as you play as Zagreus, the unknown son of Hades, the god of death, and you are tired of living in hell. On your many attempts to escape and forge your own path, you encounter a deeper storyline and many other gods and deities who are all very well written as they help flesh out the story. There is also a layer of humor to the game about escaping hell that really goes a long way. Does it have a campaign? Hades is only a single player game, it isn't a live service game or an MMO, there aren't any microtransactions, it's just a well executed game with an enjoyable story that keeps you wanting to learn more every single run. Is it platform exclusive? As of right now, Hades is a console exclusive game for the Nintendo Switch, which is a great place for it as you can pick it up and go and do a fast run that can take anywhere from 10 minutes or so and put it right back into sleep mode. Is it family friendly? I think Hades is a game that could be enjoyed with the family as it is a slight learning experience of Greek mythology and all the killing isn't too violent based on the isometric view and the underworld demons being the enemies. Is it couples friendly? Hades could be played together as you could swap controllers after every escape attempt, although the farther you progress, the longer the runs are going to last. But even if you don't have a controller in your hands, there is plenty of dialogue and new story elements that unfold after each run. Does it have replay value? The strength of any roguelike is the ability to play multiple times. However, most roguelikes depend on just achieving a farther distance traveled or a stronger character which can sometimes feel a little out of your control with RNG. Hades puts you in charge of leveling Zagreus the way you choose when you return to your home in Hell after each run. Hades always has a carrot dangling just in front of you whether that is adding a new feature to a weapon, leveling charms and attributes, or just getting another slice of the engaging story. Can you binge it? You wouldn't be able to finish Hades in one sitting as it would take 15-20 to 20 hours to complete your first full run. However, You could definitely string together multiple escape attempts as the combat is extremely addictive and time melts away. What is the best part about Hades? The best part about Hades is how you keep getting a new narrative beat after each run instead of just making it farther every time. The world around you is very reactive as dialogue is context sensitive based on your previous runs. The usual fare of roguelikes is the enticement of making it slightly farther every time, which can sometimes get a little stale. Hades instead keeps enticing the player not with getting farther or new weapons, but with learning more about the world that they have created unlike traditional roguelikes. What is the worst part about this game? One of the best things about dungeon crawlers is uncovering secret rooms and treasures. And while there are a myriad of things to do each run from collecting resources, uncovering new parts of the story, and trying to escape the depths of hell and even fishing, the world seems like it is ripe for secret treasures and hidden passages. And maybe they're there, but maybe I just haven't found them yet. Do you recommend it? Without a doubt, Hades is one of the best roguelikes in a while that scratches the same addicting itch and quality that Dead Cells had when it came out of early access as well. Now, even if you don't like rogues, the dungeon crawling is good enough to warrant playing, and most importantly, if you have any interest in mythology, then Hades gives it a fresh spin. This is easily one of the best games of the year. That's all for the podcast this week. If you are thinking about picking up Hades, then I hope that this review helped you in one way or another. And if you decide to give it a try, I truly hope that you enjoy it as much as I do. Big thank you for listening. And if you aren't subscribed to the podcast, then please consider doing so. It really helps out. The podcast tries to offer variety from reviews, opinions, and news, something different every week. On a goodbye note, please remember to be nice to your fellow gamer and more importantly, be nice to your fellow human.